opened up and the angels appeared saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And they let them know that there would be a sign, a babe in the manger. The Bible tells us first that the angels went away from them into heaven. And the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. Can you blame them? They went boot scoot. That's how we say it in Texas. They boot scoot right on over there. They got moving. They went faster than a fat guy in a water burger. Amen. They went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And they began telling her what the angels said. They began telling her the heavens split open from one side to the other. And I got to look up into the highest heaven. And I saw the angels. And I saw them praising God. And I saw them saying, glory to God in the highest on earth, peace. Good will of men. You can stop to think about that. I don't want to get off on a rabbit trail this morning. You can stop to think about peace. That's why they brought to us. Shalom. Oh, shalom means so much more than just peace. Shalom. Good will. Shalom. Good will from me to you. God wishes us. Shalom. And they went with haste to see the child. And Mary began to ponder those things in her heart. Those shepherds got around. I don't know about you. I have had four children. And one of the things my wife did is most of all I have the privilege. How many people did not know we had Barbie the other day? Perhaps that was something she pondered in her heart. All those shepherds, they come walking right up in there. Excuse me, I want to see what's going on in here. You ever felt a little bit like that? A little bit like your privacy has been invaded? You ever felt like someone just encroached your privacy? We do that all the time. We put up little little fences of defense, don't we? We put up our little, our little lines that we can't cross. I get sick of saying some people make those lines unapproachable. Some people put it up because you can't even get close to them. You can't shake their hand. You can't look at them in the eyes. They feel like there's some sort of aggression. Have you read the news nowadays? You better not call a man a man because he might not really want to be a man. <laughs> Could you imagine what Mary was pondering in her heart that morning? The shepherds and God. Maybe they were thinking they really don't know the one Verse 17, when they saw it, they made known to Mary the 
According to thy word, to mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to thy people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what he said about them. Perhaps that's what Mary was pondering in her heart. Simeon's blessed Mary said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against.
but she's as fast as I can. She goes and visits her cousin Elizabeth's church. And while there, Elizabeth, something amazing happens. She finds out Elizabeth's pregnant. The baby inside Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy at the sound of Mary's voice. And they hug each other. They love each other. And of course, Mary comes home right at the time that John is born, about six months later. Now, at this time, Mary is about a little bit different than our engagement. We're going to read really all the details of that in a moment. She is going through a process from Joe the one, her husband, a sinner comes, he gets to know the bride, two, he gets to know the family, three, he pays a dowry, therefore it becomes a legal contract called a ketubah in Hebrew, and therefore they begin working with each other, they begin trying to learn each other, and when the father of the bride says,
can't do it. He says, my husband, I know he's helpless and useless, and he can't do it right. You ever felt that way before? Perhaps, just perhaps. He says, it's too easy to do it right. And that's what I want to tell you. Don't be careful. Perhaps Mary is feeling, oh, no, no. Why doesn't he understand? And why can't he come to grips with what the angel said? And why doesn't he believe? He was such a good, godly man. How come there's this rift between us? And he's feeling
being able to have peace because your sins have kept you away from God, because your sins have become aggressive and an assault on God. That's Make peace. And a 
foundation. It can never be scrapped. It will always be there, no matter how tough the storm is. What is justification? It's a divine, forensic act of God based on the work of Christ upon the cross, whereby sinners pronounced righteous by the imputation of the righteousness of Christ. God takes Jesus' righteousness and puts it on you, takes your unrighteousness and pronounces it paid.
John chapter 11. John chapter 11. He's got a dead man in the grave. He gets regenerated by Jesus Christ who cried out his name, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says he who was dead came forth, regenerated, brand new, alive. You can't do anything to earn it. Can I tell you a truth this morning? There's nothing you can do to make God bless you anymore. You'll do all you can. There's nothing you can do. You say, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm going to earn God's love. No, you're not. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm going to fix myself up for God. No, you're not. You're never going to be able to do it.
Yeah. 